Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Well, welcome to the show, World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also coming to you on Sirius XM. I'm Nick Eber. Uh, wow, so much to get to today. Uh, you know, the Russians are acting like a-holes, and they are getting spanked across the board internationally, globally, but we're talking football in particular here on this show because it's World Soccer Radio. They are in some trouble. I'm going to update you on what the world of football is doing uh, to uh, punish Russia for their invasion of Ukraine. Let's talk about the Chinese and their response, which is also fascinating. But most importantly, folks, most importantly, it's Friday. We're going to have our patented Premier League pundits preview and picks show. I'm going to be giving you my choice for the winners over the weekend with some odds courtesy of betonline.ag. So that's what we're doing today. And, of course, we'll be running around the papers and looking at the news, etc., etc., doing all of that, having us a great time. By the way, if you'd like to buy Chelsea Football Club, they're currently for sale, £3 billion. Um, if you want help brokering that deal, please call me. I'd be more than happy to set you up and take a percentage of the sale. Uh, okay, find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Uh, you can also find us at the Believe Network. That's B-L-E-A-V. That's where our podcast is. It's available as soon as the show is over. I'd like to welcome all of our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Network. It's great to have you with us. And if you're listening on any of our digital channels, that's iHeartRadio, TuneIn, the award-winning Sirius XM app. Great to have you with me. By the way, Hope Solo has a new podcast on SiriusXM, the app. I think it's going to be interesting because Hope is outspoken and she is not one to necessarily row with the team if she thinks the team is wrong. So you really want to find out what's going on in the women's program. Check it out. Hope Solo's podcast on SiriusXM. Okay, once again, Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. I'm Nick Eber. I'm going to step aside, take a break. I'll be right back after this. Welcome back. You know, one of the great things uh, with the end of COVID, and it's not over. I mean, we, we know COVID's not over, but it's uh, moved into its endemic phase. One of the great things about that is that we have, you know, our sports back. And, and that's a fantastic thing. Unfortunately, sports and politics have been mixing of late. We're going to talk about that in a second. Uh, and, of course, the NFL just announcing they are doing away with all their COVID protocols. That is now a thing of the past, as is the NFL season and gridiron in general. Basketball's going, though, uh, pro and college. Hockey. And listen, from all the latest odds, totals, 
player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, Bet Online is the number one spot for all of your sports betting needs. Head over to the website or use your mobile devices to sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get started, to get that 50% welcome bonus. It's not just basketball, by the way. Bet Online is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC, and, of course, all of the soccer you can want, whether it's the Premier League, the Bundesliga, Serie A, La Liga, Ligue 1, Major League Soccer, the Cameroonian Ninth Division. They've got everything you might want, as well as the Champions League, the Europa League, and all of the FIFA tournaments. They've even got Vegas casino games. Bet Online is your number one online wagering destination and the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. Bet Online, where the game starts. Well, the game uh, is starting in a lot of places <laughs> and has started in a lot of places. Now, Major League Baseball not starting, apparently. By the way, that is um, that is really a self-inflicted wound. Baseball is doing itself no favors and has done itself no favors over the last few years. For a sport that has really fallen out of favor with much of the youth of today... Baseball has trouble looming for it. It'd be interesting to see what it, what happens. Um, I, I'm not a baseball fan, by the way, but, you know, look, you have a round ball season and then, you know, football season or a gridiron season, then you have, you know, stick and ball season. And speaking of stick and ball season, I grew up with cricket, and I want to take this opportunity to note the passing of one of the greatest spin bowlers of all time, a guy I, I actually got to know quite well over a period of a couple of years and even spent time with him in Australia. Uh, we mourn the passing of Australian legend, cricket, legendary cricketer Shane Warne, who passed away at the age of 52 of a heart attack. Uh, Warney lived a uh, high-speed, fast life. I'm always reminded of that Circle Jerk song, Live Fast, Die Young. Um, you know, 52 isn't young, but it, he, he is a young man. And and to pass away like that, it's a great loss, and and um, I certainly uh, wish his family the best, uh, and hope they come through this very difficult time. So Shane Warne, Australian legend, uh, is uh, may he rest in peace. All right, um, the Olympics were a joke. We all agree on that, right? Apparently, Xi Jinping, the Chinese premier, colluded with Darth Vader, you know who I mean, Vladimir Putin, to arrange it so that this Russian invasion of Ukraine happened after the Olympic Games. Because God knows you wouldn't want to take the gloss off a fabulous, fabulous uh, Olympic, you know, where you've got these uh, uh, skiers skiing with this sort of dystopian factory background behind them. <laughs> but anyway, as a result of this Ukrainian invasion, it's not only economic sanctions that the rest of the world are imposing on Russia. But the sporting world is also standing up 
and sanctioning essentially anything Russian. Uh, I spoke to you the last time about uh, Roman Abramovich being forced to sell Chelsea. Uh, he's selling them for three billion pounds. And when I say forced to sell Chelsea, there is nothing right now that is forcing Roman Abramovich to sell Chelsea except his future fears that his assets could be seized by the UK government. Usmanov, the bloke who, uh, you know, was Arsenal's number two investor behind Stan Kroenke, who was trying to buy out 100% of Kroenke's shares and Kroenke wouldn't let him. Finally, Kroenke bought out Usmanov. He's also an investor in Everton. Well, Usmanov has had his yacht taken away from him, naughty boy, and is sort of running scared at this point. Yeah, Russia has been thrown out of the World Cup, or out of uh, the uh, Europa League. Its league has lost its uh, sanctioning. A and this is what I love about this. For a guy, Vladimir Putin, who took his country in, in like the most blatantly illegal invasion you could imagine of a foreign country and violating all sorts of international law. By the way, not all international law makes sense. I want to put that out there right now. All of a sudden, he's decided that he's going to appeal to the legal authorities against the ban imposed by FIFA and UEFA on Russia. Give me a break. You can't have it both ways, mate. Either you spit in the face of international law and do whatever you want and live as a pariah, or you become part of the international legal law-abiding community, live within the rules and laws that we have, and then you can participate and use the mechanisms and institutions of that legal system to protect your rights. But when you act like a pariah, you don't have any rights anymore. It's cheeky as all hell, isn't it? And the other thing that's even cheekier is the Chinese have decided that they're pulling all coverage of the Premier League over the weekend because of the Premier League support uh, for Ukraine. They're not just supporting Ukraine. I mean, everywhere, it's, you know, Premier League stands for Ukraine. Football stands United. Uh, Chelsea for Ukraine. You know, Liverpool for Ukraine. Everyone's holding hands and has the blue and the yellow and this, that, and the other. Well, the Ch China doesn't like that because, you know, they're, they're buddies with Russia and they don't want to, you know, irritate and piss off Russia. So they're pulling Premier League coverage for this weekend. Well, you know what? They're going to have to pull Premier, co Premier League co uh, coverage, period. Because I don't see that changing. We're quickly finding out who the real loonies of this world are. I mean, we always kind of figured it out, but now, now it's just like, hey, the lunatics are now unafraid to tell you that they're mad as a hatter. And if I sound angry, it's because I am. I just think it's, you know, what's happening in Ukraine is disgusting. It's, it's... It just brings back memories of World War Two. I mean, it, it's almost this political maneuvering of a of what I had hoped was of a forgotten age.
not forgotten, but an age gone by. But apparently I'm wrong. Apparently the a-holes are out there, uh, you know, screwing the world. Anyhow, all right, when we come back, let's get more. More going on, lots more to talk about. Everton and Boreham Woods, uh, incredible FA Cup run. Wasn't that fun while it lasted. Um, let's talk about Man United as well and who they're looking at for potential managers. And Really? Harry Maguire? They don't like him? All right, be right back after this. All right, welcome back, World Soccer Radio. You got three billion pounds. I got a football club for you. Nick Keeper here, World Soccer Radio, presented by BetOnline.ag. I'm with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, and then again midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast. Man City looking to get Lautaro Martinez from Inter Milan, the 24-year-old Argentine oh, superstar, really. Also, they're looking for uh, Marcus Taram from Borussia Mönchengladbach, but Lautaro Martinez is quite the catch. And they've been looking for a pure striker. This could well be the guy. And, of course, given the fact they had Sergio Aguero in that role, you know, you can just trade one Argentine for another. Speaking of strikers, our good friend, Kylian Mbappe, seems to be more and more proof that he is on his way to Real Madrid and will not re-sign with PSG. And, and, and I laugh because if you remember on Monday... I was talking about Mbappe and his and, and his and his contract and I said, you know, I doubt very very much that he is going to leave over the summer because I bet you big money that he is going to get offered the hugest most disgusting contract possible by PSG. Why? Nothing to do with football, folks, because I believe at the end of the World Cup, okay? Uh, I believe at the end of the World Cup, the Qataris will dump him. Uh, not Mbappe, but will dump the team. But they can't afford to have Mbappe leave PSG in the summer, take the gloss off the Qatari-owned team, you know, four months before the Qatari-based World Cup happens a World Cup that they have plowed billions and billions of dollars into for both, you know, political and exposure and all of the rest of this stuff. So they have offered him 50 million euros a year. That's about uh, 55, 57 million dollars a year. Folks, that's more than a million dollars a week, okay? With a bonus of 100 million euros. In other words, a bonus of 111 million pounds just for signing the extension, which is going to run until 2024. 
even though Real Madrid are confident that he's going to stay at the Bernabeu when his, uh, that he's going to go over to the Bernabeu when his deal expires in the summer. I don't know about that. Mbappe is what, 20... How old is Mbappe? 22, 24? I think he's 24, right? He is 23. So, okay, we'll split the difference. That is enormous money for any 23-year-old and his family because that is who runs his business, so to speak. Real Madrid can come nowhere, nowhere near that. And that money would make him the most expensive and best paid player in the world. Playing in a tertiary league in Europe. Secondary. Oh, tertiary, really. But hear me out here. He re-signs... He gets 100 million euros. <clears throat> he plays one more season. And next summer, he ne- they negotiate his exit to Real Madrid. I promise you that is what's been being negotiated right now. I know it's it goes until 2024. It's a two-year deal. A two-year deal. Think about that. So, just as I said that was going to happen, that broke, and that broke, I think, on Tuesday, or what is today, Friday? That actually broke yesterday, on Thursday, that story. So, it's almost like, I I mean, I knew that was going to happen. The question is, how much of a competitor is Mbappe? Does he just, does he really want to challenge himself at the highest levels week in and week out, in which case he's going to want to go to Spain or even England because that's a higher level even than that. But I don't see Mbappe going to England. I think it's too physical for him. The weather's too awful. I I just don't see it. Spain, I see. Two years, 100. Listen, do you realize we're talking two years, 200 million euros. You stick around for two years, Killian. You're going to get approximately $224 million. Two years, $224 million. It's just that's unbelievable, isn't it? He's going to stay at PSG, folks. It's two years. He's going to stick around. All of this, that is too big of an offer. And then mark my words, PSG will sell that club next summer. Quick like a bunny. Soon as the uh, the World Cup's over, uh, the uh, uh, Qataris are going to drop PSG like a hot potato. And again, with Mbappé's contract only being two years... It's not like they're going to be selling it with a huge weight around their ankles. That's why it's a two-year contract. I said it. I found it. I picked it out. I told you. It's all happening.
It's all happening uh, right here. Big story. All right, let's move along some other stories. Uh, you know, I've been hearing through the grapevine that apparently Man United are not happy in the locker room. The players are not happy with Harry Maguire. He is the captain. He was the big, big money from Leicester. Remember, they brought him in. How much did he? How much did they transfer him in for? Does anyone remember? A lot, right? Oh, they're going to get Harry Maguire. Oh, he's you know the biggest, most expensive. The this, the that, the best, the that, the yada yada yada. Seventy million pounds they paid for him. Leicester said no. Then <laughs> Man United backed out, actually, from it, saying, oh, well, you know what? I know we said 70 million, but that's just too much money for us. Well, then they came back and said, okay, fine, you drive a hard bargain, 80 million. They vomited up 80 million pounds for Harry Maguire, which is more than Liverpool played for, paid for Virgil van Dijk. Now, I'm going to tell you, the 75 million pounds that Liverpool played for Virgin, Virgil van Dijk is money well spent. The 80 million pounds is a waste of money of epic proportions. And you know, United supporters love to talk about the Glazers and, you know, give their... Uh, Give give their owners the stick stick all the all the time, but you know they shelled out eighty million quid on a piece of crap defender. But they shelled it out anyway. I mean, whoever's giving them the advice of who to buy is the problem, not not the fact that they're willing to shell out the bucks. Well, not only that, but then they make Harry Maguire captain, right? Well, apparently the locker room not convinced. He's being blamed. Apparently he has a nasty, and this is being reported, and I don't have any evidence of this. I've not been in the United locker room. God knows I'd break out in a rash. But supposedly he likes to point the fingers at players that make mistakes on the pitch. Well, he's been making a lot of them recently. And some of the other players in the locker room apparently not happy with that. And they like to point the finger back. It seems that Man United right now are in the market for a top-quality, world-class centre-back. That should tell you everything you need to know about their captain and the 80 million quid they spent for him. Absolutely ridiculous. By the way, the Mirror is reporting Xavi Hernandez flew out to Germany to meet Erling Braut Haaland this week, trying to get him to come to Barcelona. I worry... You know, I look... If Mbappe gets 50 million pounds, uh, 50 million euros a year and 100 million signing bonus, how on earth is Barcelona going to bid for Erling Braut Haaland? I would have thought, you know, I, I, I just don't think that money exists there. By the way, we talked about Abramovich selling Chelsea, and we've just got a couple of minutes, and we're going to get to the uh, Premier League picks, pundits, previews, and prognostication show coming up in the next segment. But I just wonder, this Abramovich issue, if it's going to really result in the sort of 
collapse of Chelsea and its need to rebuild from the ground up. That's probably a discussion for another day. All right, World Soccer Radio, Nick Eber with you. I'll be right back after this. Today is gonna be the day that they're gonna throw it back to you By now you should have somehow realized what you gotta do I don't believe that anybody feels a way to about you now Wonderwall, you know what that is, right? World Soccer Radio, presented by betonline.ag I'm Nick Eber with you here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. Uh, time to get down to all of the Premier League matches this weekend. Going to give you my picks. Big match, by the way. Really looking forward to Brendan Rodgers versus Jesse Marsh. His first match in charge. Why don't we start with that one, shall we? By the way, all odds that I'm giving you here are courtesy of our good friends at betonline.ag. The big news for Leicester City, and again, this is at the KP, is that they got their first victory and their first clean sheet of the year. Plus, Jamie Vardy's back, and all of a sudden, you know, things aren't looking quite as bad. And despite the fact that Leicester City have had an awful season, two goals (coughs) away at Turf Moor, great result. Great result for Leicester, despite the fact that Burnley are basically rubbish. Now coming up against a Leeds United team who are uh, two points above the drop zone, but the other teams beneath them, particularly Burnley, have a game in hand. So this is a very, very important, important game for Leeds United who are hoping to stay out of the relegation battle. Uh, So it's a really, really, really tough call for Jesse Marsh, uh, who I think is a good manager, by the way, and I'm very excited to see him there. But I don't think much is going to come of this, particularly because Calvin Phillips and Patrick Bamford are both injured. I think Leicester are going to win this. Another three points for Brendan Rodgers. They get to, uh, you know, uh, continue the good feelings. Good times will be had at the KP. I'll take Leicester over Bur- over Leeds minus one twenty two. Next up, Burnley Chelsea. Um, you know the interesting thing about Burnley Chelsea is this is another one of these really really difficult games for Burnley. They are fighting hard to stay in the league. Playing Chelsea doesn't help. Although, okay, it's at home. All right, I get it. But this is a team that is just not scoring many goals. In fact, I want to say that this team, other than Brighton, excuse me, other than Norwich, are the second lowest goal scorers in the league. They are conceding a number of goals, but but not actually as many as the other teams down there in the relegation zone. 
you've got to sort of go all the way up the table to mid-table uh, defensively. Uh, De Burnley are a decent side. They're not going to hold out Chelsea. The Abramovich stuff is important, I know. But Chelsea are going to win away from home. I'm going to take Chelsea. Minus 200. Odds makers would tend to agree. I'm going to give a score of one goal to nil. Uh, let's go Aston Villa, Southampton. Surprisingly enough, surprisingly enough, uh, Southampton are actually in some pretty good form right now. They have lost since the middle of December only one game. And that was a loss that they took to uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers away at Molyneux. They're looking pretty good. They're in ninth spot. They're definitely safe. No relegation issues for Southampton. Defensively, they've got a few problems in terms of putting the ball in the uh, back of the net. Uh, they can do it. And they're coming up against Steven Gerrard. Who kind of got things back on track with a win away at Brighton. You know, had back-to-back -back losses against Watford and Newcastle, which is really, really surprising because those are really kind of rubbishy teams, right? Um, uh, which makes me inclined on this one to take a draw. I mean, I, I love Ralph Hasenhutl. I think he's a really, really good manager. But I, I just think, you know, uh, Villa can play. I'm going to take a draw on this one, folks. I'm going to take a draw, 1-1 one, one draw, plus 250 for the draw. Wolves, Crystal Palace. Oh, this is hard for me to really... Mm. Wolves have lost two games in the bounce away. <coughs> Arsenal and West Ham. They've sort of dropped the pace a bit. Palace is... You know, you, don't, you never know what you're going to get with Palace. They're sort of all over the place. But they can come out and attack. Um, I am thinking at Molyneux, I'm going to edge Wolves slightly on this one. I'm going to say 2-1 Wolverhampton Wanderers. Odds makers would agree, plus 150. Norwich-Brentford. I'm going to make this really easy, okay? Brentford promoted. Not really crap. They had a great start to the season. They play lovely football. They come out, they're unafraid, they play. The thing about when you get two, two teams like this, a Norwich and a Brentford, is that these, neither of these teams are really afraid of each other. And Brentford needs something. Now, they do have Christian Eriksen, and that's good. And Norwich, uh, you know, Nor uh, I don't know. Oof. Norwich is just rubbish. Desperately need a point, or two, or three. The last one they had was back in January against Watford. They've lost three in a row against City, against Liverpool, and against Southampton. Uh, I'm going to take... Uh, I think I'm going to go with my uh, second draw of the weekend here. 1-1, uh, one, one, Norwich, Brentford. Newcastle, Brighton. Next up. You know, I have to wonder if the Saudis are just kicking themselves now. They bought Newcastle. They just waited another two months. They could have had Chelsea. Newcastle unbeaten in seven. 
They've won four of the last five. They're clear of the relegation zone. And Brighton, sort of on the opposite trajectory, they are put together a fairly horrid run of form of late. Three losses in a row against United, against Burnley, and against Villa. That's going to be four because uh, they are going to lose at St. James's Park. I'm going to take Newcastle United. By the way, Brighton are actually the favorites on this one, but I am still going to take Newcastle because I believe they are on a roll and that they have that big momentum on their side. Liverpool, West Ham United. Uh, You know, look, this will be a good game. Uh, West Ham will cause trouble for Liverpool, but I just think Liverpool have too much. I mean, look, look, look at this. You know, midweek, uh, Minamoto gets a double, nearly gets a, nearly gets a hat trick. They win their FA Cup match. I don't know. Liverpool have depth. They have the squad. They have momentum, and they have a title race they're in. I'm going to edge this one to Liverpool, and it's at Anfield minus three thirty. Odds makers agree. Watford, Arsenal. Arsenal going to win. Don't need to spend any more time on that. Minus 165 for the Gunners. Let's get to the big match, though. Manchester City, Man United. This is the most important game of the season for Manchester City. It will be not so far, because the match against Liverpool is going to be more important in April. But this, these are tricky you know, United are, you never, you, you don't really know what you get with United. And the one thing that will bring a team together and motivate them is a derby. And I just somehow think that this is going to end in a draw. And I'm going to live up to what I say for, you know how I usually say, oh, you know, on these games, on the derby matches, you want to, uh, you know, more often than not, the teams are afraid to lose and, and it comes up to a draw. Uh, the, the reason I say that is, look, City are not going to want to lose this game, period. They're up against their arch rival in United, although, you know, you could argue Liverpool probably their arch rival. But, you know, their uh, derby rival. And they can't afford to drop points to Liverpool. United are right in that race for top four. Arsenal are sitting two points behind them with three games in hand. West Ham United are sitting two points behind them with no games in hand. Man United cannot afford to drop points in this game if they are hoping to achieve a fourth place finish, which you know they are, right? So they, there's a lot to fight for here. And when you get two teams that cannot really afford to lose this game, you're generally going to get a draw. So I'm going to take the draw, plus 375. United are the long shots to win at plus 745. City are favorites, but not prohibitive favorites, by the way, to win um, at minus 240. But I'm going to take the draw. All right, and then finally, Monday... Tottenham Everton. This is another huge, huge match, folks. Frank Lampard, who had a very, you know, good midweek uh, against Borenwood. By the way, I was listening uh, to the radio, and 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 I have to 
give kudos to Frank Lampard and Everton. Apparently, they treated uh, the Borenwood players, staff and management to quite the experience midweek, despite, of course, beating them. But uh, with class, with dignity, with grace, and, and you know, I think it's, it's, it's fantastic. Great to hear. Kind of the spirit of the cup, right? But Everton, folks, don't, don't for a minute forget that right now Everton are in a relegation battle. And it is defensively that they are absolutely horrid. I mean, they've conceded 41 goals. They are definitely a 12th through 20th in terms of defensively. And in terms of scoring goals, the only teams that have scored fewer goals are Wolves, Brighton, Burnley, Watford, and Norwich. And that's, yeah, that's bad. But defensively, that's the bigger problem. They are a minus 13. Now, Norwich City are a minus 40, but Everton are a minus 13. Tottenham on the other side, on the other hand, you know, big win over Leeds United, 4-0 away at Ellen Road. I have to take Tottenham for this. I have to give Tottenham the win uh, at home, minus 165. All right. There are my patented Premier League pundits picks and prognostications for you. Head over to betonline.ag right now. Now, if you're going to bet online, folks, be smart about it, okay? Make it, bet a few entertainment dollars on it. Don't make it your lifestyle, though. That's when you're going to get into trouble. I always try to do the best I can for you on these. Uh, you know, sometimes, sometimes it doesn't always pan out, but... I think we're going to have a good weekend. All right, I'll be right back, and I'll recap right after this. All right, welcome back. World Soccer Radio, presented by betonline.ag. Nick Eber with you here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. Uh, I just gave you my picks for all of the games over the weekend. By the way, if you miss any part of the show and you want to, if you're in the car and you want to hear my picks, you can always download the podcast wherever you get your podcast, or you can go to Believe. That's our network, the Believe B L E A V network. Head over there, subscribe to the podcast. Also, Apple and Google and all the rest. But let's let's get to it. Leicester Leeds. I'm going to take Leicester at the KP. Burnley Chelsea. I'm going to take Chelsea at Turf Moor, Aston Villa, Southampton. I'm going to take the draw at plus 250. Wolves, Crystal Palace at Molyneux. Going to take Wolverhampton Wanderers plus 150 over Crystal Palace. Bit of a surprise there. Norwich City, Brentford. Ouch. I'm going to take the draw. Poor old Norwich. You know, they are really, uh, really terrible, sadly. Sadly, Carroll Road is a place of much sadness. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Newcastle, Brighton, St. James's Park, going to take Newcastle to keep it going at plus 185. At Anfield, same thing. Liverpool going to keep it going over West Ham at minus 330. Watford, Arsenal, 
I have to go with the Gunners here, minus 165. At the Etihad, the biggest match of the weekend is the Manchester Derby. I'm going to take a draw between City and United. I'm going to say 2-2 with United scoring the second goal very, very late. And finally, at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, Tottenham-Everton. I say Everton get further sucked into this relegation battle. Um, and I believe that Tottenham Hotspur will win this one. All right, that's going to wrap up the show, folks. Have a great weekend. Just a reminder, find me on Twitter at Nick Ebert, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, or Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. And I'll speak to you again Monday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, then again midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast on these very same networks. Until then, have a great weekend. Enjoy the football. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.